right, we are here, episode seven, and man, oh man, was it a tough weekend for Atlanta sports, Georgia sports fans? We're getting to the UGA, Alabama stuff. How you doing, Jeff? Good. How are you? Good. You seem a little, little uh, flustered. What's what's, what's going on over there? Look, man, I, I I today was ridiculous, right? So I worked from home today. Okay. Right. So I left the house a little early. I was like, you know, let me get over to Justin's. Let's record this thing. So, I, you know, I got to get my son to baseball and do some other things, right? Tell me why it took me longer to get here today than it ever has before. It took me 51 minutes to get here today when it normally takes me 30. Uh, would it be because middle schools in Cobb County? That is up? 100% fucking correct. <laughs> like, I just, and of course, you know, to get here, I got to pass by like six middle schools to get here. I hate the fact that you don't live in Kennesaw, man. Like, it's just ridiculous. I looked before. Listen, I didn't have a lot of options when I moved back to Georgia. I, I had three weeks to find a place to live. So Yawn. I was kind of in, you know, a pickle. And this is what I found. Mm. So let me get through my first contract. We'll see what happens after that. Out here in Never Never Land. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Anyway, like I said, we got a lot, a lot to talk about. We're just going to jump right in. To UGA and UGA fans, I mean, I'm gonna apo- I'm gonna apologize ahead of time because you're not gonna enjoy a lot of what we have to say. Now, real fan, like true fans, like people who understand football and aren't just you know fanboys of Kirby Smart and the program in, in general, yeah, are probably gonna agree with us on a lot of these things. But we're gonna start off with the fact that you got Molly Whopped by Alabama, like we called it last week. Now it was a, it was a close first half. I'll give you that. You played you played hard. But Alabama came out second half and put it to you. Now, on social media the last few days, especially the hours following the loss, a lot of fans were on there, you know, in denial, being like, oh, this game didn't matter. You know, the one that matters is when we play on the, in the SEC championship game. That's, you know, that's, that's the one that matters. And I just want to talk about, we'll start with, we got a lot more topics other than just this, the delusion of a lot of fans, and this this is not just a UGA problem. This is a, a oh, lot it of is. a lot of programs are like this, but UGA, you know, it's close to home. We see it firsthand. But the the delusion it blows my mind because you're not guaranteed anything. You're not guaranteed. You Kirby Smart has not beat Bama yet, and you're not guaranteed to even make the conference championship. And y'all are already just putting this one off and being like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just trying to make yourselves feel better. I get that, but to, I just. The, the, the delusion blows my mind. But how is there how is there any fucking delusion when it comes to UG, UGA fans, right? And here's my issue. You were losing to Arkansas, you were losing to Auburn, and you were losing to Tennessee. Like, three piss-poor, terrible teams in the SEC, and you were down to every single one of them at some point in time, if not at halftime, I think, of the Arkansas and Tennessee game, if I'm not mistaken. Right, so like you have played one good quarter in the four games that you played, and all of a sudden we're supposed to like crown you and believe that you're some type of national championship caliber team when in fact you're not. Your defense is okay. You have a great defensive line. The rest of your defense is trash. I hate to break it to you, it's trash. Your offense is absolutely terrible. I I don't understand how, according to 247 Sports, which is is the one area that I will go to because I think they really do a really good job with with being as unbiased as possible. They include rankings from everybody else. And so I really go to them. as They have Georgia listed as the most talented team in the country. And yet y'all want us to believe 
that it's really not a big deal that you lost again by an ass whooping to Alabama when you blew another lead. Like, let's not act you didn't have a halftime lead in this game either. I just, it, it like, how much, and I said this last night, man, uh, <laughs> after the Braves blew a 3-1 uh, fucking lead to, uh, to the Dodgers, right? Like, can we please stop? There is no such thing as an Atlanta sports curse. Atlanta just has a bunch of dumbass managers and coaches in charge of their programs. I don't care if you're in Clark County or Fulton County or Cobb County. Every single team in the state of Georgia is coached by a complete dumbass, and that includes Kirby Smart. <laughs> we came out of the gate with Durant. <laughs> That's not even a rant. Like, I'm just – like, I'm, you know, here's the problem, though, right? If UGA had won this game, we'd hear nonstop about how they're the best team in the country. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But because they lost by 17, it's, well, it doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter. And they only dropped one. I mean, under, we've talked about how trash the AP rankings are and the coaches poll are. And we understand that two pro or two conferences haven't started yet. Big Ten gets kicked off later this week. We'll yep. talk about that later. But they only dropped one spot behind Notre Dame. Bullshit. Who And Notre Dame looked like garbage oh, this weekend as well. Too. So you're telling me right now, as it stands, that Notre Dame and Georgia are, are playoff-worthy teams? Nope. No. And I know it sucks to hear that, but you... UGA is not what the fans expect them to be and want them to be and think that they are. And it's a problem. And like I said, when you're sitting here saying, oh, it doesn't matter, we'll play them again in the SEC championship, look what Kentucky just did to Tennessee. You know, <laughs> Florida, yes, they lost to Texas A&M, who actually doesn't look half bad this year. Florida could beat you. Florida could be representing the East in the, in the conference championship. Like, Georgia fans, are they – I don't want – they're entitled. They are entitled – they think, but that, why that, exactly that? And, but that's <laughs> that's the the root of the question is like, where does this come from? Other than being in the SEC and riding the coattails of teams who have won championships like Alabama, Florida, and Auburn, and LSU, what has Georgia done to make Georgia fans feel like they are top tier program? They haven't won a championship since the eighties. You know, since nineteen eighty. When's they had, what, their last SEC? Nineteen eighty was yeah, their last exactly. national title. When was their last SEC championship? I know uh, it, Kirby two, won one, didn't he? Uh, yeah, they beat. They, um, was it Auburn or LSU? They beat. Yeah, uh, yes. exactly. Because it was when the year beat, Alabama lost and still made it into the playoff. That was the year they won, played them, and they won the national exactly. title. Exactly, it was twenty seventeen. Exactly. So I mean, and they didn't, <laughs> and that goes back. Like, they didn't even have to play the top team in the SEC to win the SEC. No, like when you haven't beat Bama yet. You cannot just discard this game as it doesn't matter. It matters for morale. It matters for team confidence. It, it has so many factors that, that make it matter. You can't just blow it off like it wasn't anything. Let, you brought up Georgia's schedule, man. Let's take a look at this, right? So, um, you started off with Arkansas. Trash. Mm -hmm. Auburn. Trash. Mm -hmm. Tennessee. Trash. Yep. Then you have Alabama. Cool. I'll give you Alabama. Kentucky. Trash. Florida. Overrated. Uh, Missouri, trash. Mississippi State, trash. South Carolina, trash. Vanderbilt, trash. Like, I don't want to hear a fucking word from Georgia fans about Clemson's football schedule. No. Because this thing is riddled with middle school teams. And and here's the thing. That is an SEC-only schedule. Yeah. That's not cupcake games. That's not playing Coastal Carolina. That's not playing Liberty. That is strictly your SEC schedule. And people want to talk about, oh, the SEC is just leaps and bounds above everyone else. A Georgia fan cannot look at that schedule and tell me they don't go eleven and one. No, or you know, small uh, schedule this year. But I'm, you know, I'm, you know what I mean. This schedule is softer than four ply toilet paper. Yeah, 
Like, this thing is absolutely so – the best team on your schedule beat you by 17 points. Mm-hmm. And, they pro- and they probably won't lose again until, unless they beat – I think they lose to Florida. But, I mean, well, if they lose to Florida, they're done. Exactly. Done. But I just feel like, you know, with that schedule, other than Alabama, you, you can't talk about you have the toughest conference, the toughest schedule when you're naming all those teams – Especially, I mean, the Arkansas and Tennessee and Auburn to start the, to start the season. You know, you should have been putting 50, 60 points up against these kids. And instead, instead, what you did, and sure, you, you scored 40 on, in Tennessee, but you did half of that in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, you scored you scored 27 against Auburn. Most of that was in the third quarter. You scored 37 at Arkansas. 22 of that was in the third quarter. This, If you are a national championship caliber program, you aren't waiting until after halftime to get your shit together. No. To before you go play, like, and and I'm not gonna say that that they can't turn around or that maybe they don't end up good, but their coaching staff is trash. Kirby Smart is one of the most overrated coaches in the country. Agreed. I, I just, and when you ask Georgia fans, and, and I know it seems like we're shitting on all over you, and, and I might be, which is it is what it is, um, but. Like, when you say, what has been so good about him? Well, he's recruiting. Okay, great. What has he done with those recruits? Like, mm-hmm. what, you have a four-string walk-on quarterback and you have no playmakers on offense. Like, what exactly has that recruiting done for you? Uh, great. By the way, your trophy case is still fucking empty. Mm-hmm. But you can have all these mythical, you know, recruiting championships that haven't they, – they haven't turned it out on the field. And here's what I love best about, about UGA fans. When you talk about how the fact that Kirby Smart and his staff have not developed anybody, they named the two guys that they've actually developed. Great, you've had 450 dudes on this team since he took over. You've had to achieve something. Yeah. Congratulations. You know, and going back to Kirby. And yes, I sound angry. No, <laughs> when it goes back to Kirby, you know, I've seen it's, we've, we've talked about this for years with Kirby Smart, and it's finally starting to catch up to everybody. His loyalty kills him. Yeah. Kills him. Like, listen, Stetson Bennett, his story is amazing. Went from being, what, fifth string to now he's been the starter. But the man looks like a kicker playing quarterback. He's 5'11", 190. I mean, he just looks like he literally, he, he looks like they brought the punter, like Clemson did in the fourth quarter, brought in their punter to finish out his quarterback. I mean, in, all, did, in all fairness, though, Will Spires is like 6'6". Six, six. Okay, he's I'm a, just saying, he's a big position-wise. Plus, he was a high school quarterback. Okay. Well, regardless, he, Bennett looks like a punter, kicker but out no, there But, no, but, I mean, look, I, I've, I've never been wrapped up in, in a quarterback size, right? Because if you can throw, you can throw. If you yeah. can play, the, you, you can play. The, but he can't, and that's no. the problem. He doesn't – he can throw all the short little intermediate routes. Mm-hmm. But how many times did he get his shit blocked on Saturday because he couldn't see over anybody? Yeah. And I understand, like, listen, Georgia, you won three games. You beat Tennessee, you beat Kentucky – I'm sorry, you beat Tennessee, you beat – uh, Arkansas, you beat Auburn. Yep. And he was your quarterback. He came in in Arkansas. He, he brought you back. You got the win. Right. But that doesn't mean he's the guy. You can't just buy into something like that just because you get some wins against crappy teams. You had Jacob Eason, who is now in the NFL, who went to Washington because he transferred because he won the quarterback battle over, over yeah. from, didn't get the nod. You had Justin Fields who come in as a top talent in your home state, had to transfer out to, to Ohio State. Heisman finalist last year will be again this year and will play in the NFL next year. Then you get JT Daniels, who's supposed to be this five-star kid who transferred to Georgia, and you're still playing Bennett over him. Now, granted, we don't know if he's still you know injured or not. He was like, clear. He was cleared to clear, play, but what right? But we don't we don't know right. the extent, and that's a problem to me as well. Is that I feel like Kirby hides behind injury to 
to protect his loyalty. But the problem that I have with, with all of that, right, is, again, all of these recruiting battles and all of these guys that you have, but yet you relied on the transfer portal to get two quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and now you're playing a walk-on because one of them decided to step out, the other one can't get on the field because he's not healthy. The, the only other guy that you have on scholarship is a guy that played game one and was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it comes back to development. You're not you, – you, Kirby's – entire staff and it starts with him lacks the ability to truly develop guys you want even further proof look at their fucking running backs and offensive line they should have the best offensive line in the country these dudes are like six five six six three forty across the line and couldn't block a fly like it like you you pull the wings off a fly and all you have left is i, I don't even know what the hell you'd be left with they couldn't block that yeah well i mean you look at his best season his best few seasons were with people left over from a previous Mark recruiting Rick. class. Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, you know, all these Sony guys. Michelle. Sony Michelle. All these guys were before Kirby all came of them in. Were, were Mark Ricks. Now, I can't, other than Dalvin Cook's brother, who's hurt now, who are you going to, who's the running back you're going to name? They don't have that standout guy anymore. And they did for years. We talked about it a few well, weeks no, ago. No, but the problem is when you look at the running back room, they have five-star kids. Zamir White was a five-star mm-hmm. kid. Like, they've got dudes who are among the two or three best in the country, and they've gotten to Athens. And I, I get it. Zamir White has had both of his knees re, re, redone, and I understand that. But there's a lot of other dudes in that running back room who were high-star, four- five-star kids who who have done nothing, and it's all because Kirby Smart's absolutely overrated. Yeah, and, you know, we talked about the defense, and, yes, they are above-average defense, but look who they played yeah, before, and then you look at what they did against Alabama. I mean, you know, Harris had no issues running against right. Georgia's defense at None. all. None. Ran at will. Mm-hmm. You know, Mac Jones looked like he's going to get drafted second overall next year. I mean, it's just they didn't help themselves. Nope. And yet fans continue to act like, "Oh, it wasn't a big deal. We're fine. We'll we'll see again in, you know, a few weeks." And you're not you're not guaranteed that for one, and you're not guaranteed to beat them when you haven't beat them yet. Right. So, anyway, we'll get off the UGA, but we're we'll get off the UGA rant. But we're going to stick into the SEC because I found a piece of information today that really stood out to me. And it has to do with Tennessee. Now, Tennessee has been a train wreck since Trash Fulmer team. left, yep. and it just keeps getting worse. I mean, they keep going through coaches and coaches and coaches, and I, and I found out that they fired their defensive line coach, who was hired by Pruitt. Yep. His buyout is $630,000. In 2018, an wow. article came out that Tennessee, in 10 years, had paid out $24 million in buyouts for coaches. Till this day, until February of 2021, they are still paying Butch Jones for his buyout. So it begs the question, like, what is at the root of Tennessee's problems? Because it seems like every year, you know, somehow they're on the radar. People think, oh, this is the year they're coming back. And they just tank. You know, they pay Jer- They just re-sign Jeremy Pruitt for a lot of money. How long is he going to last before they're paying him a buyout, you know? <laughs> so, like, what, like, in your opinion, what do you feel like is... At, at the at the heart of Tennessee's problems and not being able to rebound. The heart of Tennessee's problems is the fact that they have too many fucking alumni who want to give money to a program that hasn't achieved anything. If Tennessee didn't have the money to buy out these coaches, you think they'd make better hires? Probably. But they have they have a they have a booster club and they have boosters who are like, Oh, you need money? All right, here you go. 
Oh, you need this. Here you go. Like, stop giving them money, and they'll start making better hires. I think it's funny, though, that, that Tennessee's going to basically right now put their their shortcomings on their, their defensive line coach when you have a quarterback who's like a fifth-year senior throwing two pick sixes in a game to go down 14 nothing early. Uh, but you're going to fire the defensive line coach. Yeah, he played four games. He was uh, there for four games. Uh, and then you fire him. And he was hired by Pruitt. So, like, it was, it was somebody Pruitt vouched for and brought in. Yep. And instead, you know, Pruitt got his money. He got his, re, you know, his new contract. But instead of like, I understand that the defensive line coach has a lot of you know, say so when it comes to what's happening on on the defense because that's where everything happens. But what about the D coordinator? Is he not catching any flack? For, you know, you fire the D line coach after four games, but the defensive coordinator just kind of skates on by. You know, like I understand, like there's always going to be guys who who don't fit, like your culture, who don't fit what you're looking for, and I understand that, but. Like, what you're saying is after four games that he has been so bad and he is so toxic. Because that's what it comes down to is he is so toxic, you don't want him around for another six games that you're going to fire him on the spot. Um, And And pay him over half a million dollars to do it. Yeah, and that's that's absolutely insane. And so, you you know, it just – it always comes back to, you know, we hear administrators and we hear coaches all the time say there's no money in college football – Meanwhile, you know, you have programs that are paying out $2.4 million a year, basically, to buy out coaches. Yep. Um, or you've got programs that are paying coaches $9 million a year. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, there's no money. Yeah. Right? Like, we, if there's money, it's just going to the wrong places. I mean, you, you know, you look around college football right now and look at all the layoffs and all the furloughs and all <laughs> of – like all of, not even performance based, right? Because there's just not enough money to, to pay these people in your athletic departments. But yet now Tennessee somehow is going to find a way to come up with $600,000 to pay off a defensive line coach who didn't fit whatever it is that Jeremy Pruitt thought he would fit into. Yeah. It's just, it's all hypocrisy. It's all garbage. And at the end of the day, it just simply comes down to where there's a, where there's a will to pay somebody, they'll find a way to do it. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know, I kind of want to piggyback off this Tennessee problem because Tennessee fans for years have just been, you know, five wins, four wins maybe six wins. It's just been a perpetual just dumpster fire. So I'm curious, you know, and I would love to hear people respond to this after they listen to it on our social media and and shout us out on it. As a fan, would you rather be terrible? Like, no, you know, you you know for 10 years before a championship, you're terrible. You win a championship, and you know you're going to be terrible for like 10 more years after that. Would you rather have that and have a championship, but, but know on the back end and front you know, front and back end of that you're winning three games a year? Or would you rather, you know, be a Georgia and win ten games a year, make a conference championship, maybe win a conference championship, but never get that title? I need a national title. Like I don't I I, I don't care. Like I, I mean So you would you would survive the twenty year drought of just being terrible I did. for one championship. I did, and we got two. Right? I mean sports like life, sports is cyclical. No, right? there, there's ebbs and flows. At some point, Alabama is going to go being to go back to what they were in the '90s. Right, Clemson is going to go back to being what they were in the '90s. Like both, eventually, both teams will go back to being irrelevant. Uh, whether it's next year or ten years from now, it's going to happen eventually. Nobody stays on top. Uh, I mean, you, you know, you look at, at um, you know world powers. Uh, you know, sure, the United States has been a country for what, you know, since what, 17... 1776. Right, right. So, and we are, we, are, we are seeing the downfall of this country, right? Like, this is not going to be the leader of the free world very much. No, we've, actually, we've actually been on top longer than any other 
nation or empire had had lasted. That's not true at all. The Roman Empire was was around for what a thousand years. Like, I mean, you look. There have been there have been world powers. In, I guess in, modern is what I should have said. I mean, well, that's. But I'm just talking in in history in general. Like nobody stays in power forever, and college sports is is no different. Like you know, all it takes is one kid to to go to a school. You know, at Clemson it was it was Taj Boy and then Deshaun Watson. Uh, at Alabama, like you got one kid uh, who all of a sudden you know showed up at Alabama back in 2009 or 2008 with 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 Nick Saban, and it changed. Uh, it, you know, Nick Saban wasn't a better coach than he was at Michigan State or or, or than he was at LSU no. or with the Miami Dolphins. But it took one kid. And next thing you know, you're building on something. Uh, at some point, Southern Cal will get back into the mix. At some point, Michigan may be good. You know, I, I there's it's all cyclical. And so, look, I, inevitably, Clemson is going to go back to be. They were three and eight the first year I went to a Clemson game. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were three and eight. At some point, we're going to be back there. But you know what? I got two national titles out of it. I'll be happy. It is like it just is what it is, and nobody stays in power long. So I think if 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 fans uh, say they would rather have ten wins for thirty years versus having a national championship, they're lying to themselves. They want a national championship. I mean, I know that's the you know that's the ultimate goal. I guess my opinion, my my thought process, and not saying I agree with it. Just you know, if I'm twenty years old and from twenty to fifty. You know, my team is just terrible. Would I rather have that 30 years have been like competitive, you know, in the mix all for, you know, 30 years? Or would I rather have 30 years of terrible football and then in the middle of there having a championship? But but what's the difference? Like you say competitive, right? But what's the difference between being three wins and having 10 wins? What did you win? Nothing. No, I mean, I get it. I'm just, Give me a national title. Just making the argument is all. Give me a national title. Okay. Like at least then I have something to say. You know what? Yep, we sucked, but you know what? I still got that ring. <laughs> like right now, go ask LSU fans. Would they trade last year to be to win this year? Hell no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. They would take that national title all day long. Give me a national title. Agreed. Whatever happens after it happens. Like if this if Clemson if, if Clemson goes what, fourteen and oh this year or thirteen and oh, whatever they're gonna play, uh, and they win a national title and then next year they win three games, cool. I won three national titles in the span of five years, six years. I'll take it. <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree. It was just a, a devil's advocate argument, sure. I guess. Um, but let's you know a lot of football happening this weekend, a lot more than usual because the Big Ten is back. Yep. Now, <laughs> we'll we'll jump into this real quick as well. We're talking a little bit off air about game day being at Michigan, Minnesota. Trash. Now Jeff believes they should be at Nebraska, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't disagree with him, but if you recall, is it week one or two of our podcast, we got into a heated debate about oh, game do. day. Oh, that's right, because you were wrong then. No, but I here, like but, but here's the thing, Jeff. By you, wh- hold on, I'm gonna have you say, it. why do you believe that it should be at Nebraska and Ohio State? Why is the Big Ten playing football this week? Because of the because, because Nebraska, of Ohio, Ohio State? State and Nebraska. Okay. Players, parents, and, and and athletic department personnel banded together mm-hmm. and called the Big Ten's bluff. That's why they're playing. True statement. Yes. Very true statement. Yes. But guess what? Nebraska's trash. So Based on what, though? Based on history. Based on the last however many years. But They're not ranked right now. I mean, but... 
So they're not ranked according to arbitrary ratings or Again. rankings, right? Yes. Uh, what do we, what do we know about Michigan this year? The answer is nothing. Not a lot. No. What do we know about Ohio State? Other than Justin Fields, we I mean, know nothing. Justin Fields can come out this year and throw fifteen interceptions. Mm-hmm. Like everybody always wants to like base, and that's why I don't like preseason rankings. It's all based upon a you know la- last year coming into the season, right? Texas beat Georgia the year before. Mm-hmm. What happened last year? Right? Was Texas back? Fuck no, they weren't. No. Are they back this year? They're not. Right? Mm-hmm. Last season has nothing to do with this year. This is what year. This is going to be year three under Scott Frost. They're just as capable of coming out and going, what is it, 8-0? How many freaking games are they playing? Eight. You know, they're, they're just as capable of going 8-0 as, as Ohio State is. Agreed. But like, the, the point the point is is that a few weeks ago we had this conversation. Yeah. I talked about how context matters because I made the argument that the first game or game day should have been at the first ACC game, but no. they weren't. No. No, no, Sorry. They were right. at the first Correct. ACC they were at game. Miami, whatever it, it was. was. Miami, it was Miami, Florida, Florida State. State. Yep. I said they should have been the first SEC game. Right. Which was, I think it was uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. They're both ranked. Pretty sure that, it was a ranked matchup between two it was SEC Auburn, teams. Kentucky, but it was Auburn, Kentucky. Okay. So. Auburn, Kentucky. Yeah, because Kentucky, Tennessee was this last week. That's right. Yeah. My bad. So it was Auburn, Kentucky. It was a ranked matchup. I said that should have been there yep. instead because context matters. And you argued against context matters, but you're not. making There's the no context to that. There's the, no context to that. The context was is that it was a, a top matchup and it was the first week of SEC football. You said it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. So then why does it matter now the context for Ohio State, Nebraska? What, what is your, but you keep saying context, like you're throwing out this word. Like the context is that. What's the context? The context is that Ohio State and Nebraska are the reason the Big Ten is playing. Correct. If it was any other season. If this if this was a normal season, but it's not. Just okay. like it wasn't five weeks exactly. ago, it's not you're, now. You're helping my argument. No, Jeff. I'm not. <laughs> you are. No, like you you want game day to be at a game because it's between two ranked opponents. No, the, the, that's exactly what you said though. I said that's two pl- ranked opponents. I said that was a big piece of it, but the fact that the and that's e- what you said five weeks ago. It was ago. the SEC's first week back. But who gives a shit? Th- so then, why do they matter if it's the first Big Ten game back? The only reason they're there is because it's to your point. It was the only ranked game that that this week. And it wasn't a month ago. There no. were other games that were ranked. I said, and it was the first SEC game. But that doesn't matter. They're only there this week because it's the only it's the only game that features two ranked opponents. That wasn't the case a month ago. What do you What do you mean? That wasn't the case. The case a month ago, there was like they, four games that week that were between ranked okay, opponents. Okay, but, but they went to a game that wasn't. Florida State was garbage. They weren't ranked. It wasn't the Florida State game. The week that they were at game day, bro, they for, were they were at Miami back to back weeks. Yes, which was your biggest problem. But I said because they were not at the first SEC kickoff game. Let's see what. I'm pretty sure it was Florida State Miami because you talked about it being I'm the rivalry. Sure you're wrong. It was you were you were saying that it's a bigger rivalry and that game matters more because it's not. You know, Auburn, nobody cares about Auburn, Kentucky. But I was making the argument that it was ranked and it was the first SEC matchup. And the context mattered. You argued that context did not matter. But I, I've never done We'll, we'll go any, back and – I got receipts, Jeff. Anybody, we got receipts in the podcast. Anybody who, who knows me knows that I am a huge context guy. So you can keep throwing oh. out the context. That is completely Oh, I'm so false. glad these are recorded. I'm so glad these are recorded. You should be because you are so completely I'm so glad these wrong. are recorded. Wow. <laughs> Wow. 
Like, I, I just don't I, – I don't understand. So, you know, let's see. Georgia, Arkansas played – and by the way, this is going to be a really terrible podcast, by the way. <laughs> um, so, what was that? 926. So, let's look at Miami's football schedule. Um, the, it was – I'm telling you, it was Florida State-Miami was game day. And Kentucky – was one of them. And Kentucky played Auburn as a ranked matchup first week of the SEC being back. And you argued that you agreed with them being in Miami. So they were um, some water after this. There was one weekend they the first weekend they were there was uh, Miami, Miami Louisville. Oh yeah, right. No, Miami, Miami Louisville. Louisville was the first one. And then they were uh, Florida State Miami. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later they went to um, no. So they were at so they were. That weekend they were at Miami Louisville. No. Yes. No. I'm looking at the schedule right now. When was when did Kentucky? So we'll cut out the silence. Don't worry. It, it would have been all right. So it would have been Florida State Miami weekend. Okay. So, which is a much bigger rivalry and a okay. much bigger but game. If context th- matters. Stop saying context. Do you even know what context? Yes, means? context. I know what context. A means. rivalry game of that magnitude is going to trump fucking Auburn Kentucky any day of the week. Even if it's the first week back. Nobody gives a shit, which was my point back then. If you were going to go to an SEC game, then you should have gone to Georgia-Arkansas, not not Auburn-Kentucky. I, I said and, that in the podcast. And I, and I agreed. No, you did not. No, I said, I, said, I, only, I want them to be at an I want SEC you to game. I will. I want them to be at an SEC game because this is the first week of SEC play. And you still can't tell me why that matters. Because it's the – we're in but a, who cares? We're in a shortened season. It was they were, they were all for two weeks before – or the the ACC played for two weeks before the SEC played, so this was the first week of them being back. But that, why does that matter? Then why does it matter this week for because Auburn? Because let's for, take a look at who's in the top twenty-five and who's playing this week. Like, let's take a look at that and see what what other games are there. Are they going to go to Clemson, Syracuse? Fuck no. no, they're not. Are they going to go to NC State, North Carolina? No, they're not. Are they going to go to Kansas, Kansas State? No. no. Are they going to go to Georgia Southern, Coastal Carolina? Mm-mm. No. How about FAU, Marshall? Nope. Uh, how about Notre Dame, Pittsburgh? Nope. Right. Are they going to go to Iowa State, Oklahoma State? I don't know where you're going with this because my point is, is it's the best matchup of the week between between Michigan, Minnesota. Is that not a rivalry game? It is. There you go. Thank well, you. I, I you proved my point. I don't again. know where you're going with that. Though. I just proved my point. No. Why did they go you're, to Florida State, Miami? But you're saying they because should be at Nebraska, Ohio State. Right. They should be. Yes. Okay. But I understand why they picked that week, and it has nothing to do with the fact that your point is well, it's two ranked teams. No, there's a much bigger piece to that pie than just being ranked teams. It's a rivalry game. If it was for me, yes, I would say Ohio State, and Nebraska. But they picked this game based on the reasons they picked Notre. Or they picked Miami, Florida State it was because it's a rivalry game. But, so it has nothing to do with the rankings. No, it has zero to do with the rankings. It has zero to do with that. For me, I would still rather see them in Ohio State, Nebraska. But you keep talking about, and I want you to pull up this shit because you talked about it's the only ranked teams in the SEC. It was. It was. I think it was one of the only ranked matchups that right, week. and that didn't matter. Which is why I said to you, I'd rather them see them in Georgia, Arkansas. Again, uh, again, my my but, initial argument was, but was, was ranked, and it was the first I'm SEC my feet game. Up for this. That's fine. I said it was the first ranked matchup. It was the only ranked matchup, and it was the first SEC week of play. And again, and that's where they should have been. That was my no, argument. I would rather you be at a big time rivalry game than to be at some podunk Auburn Kentucky game that doesn't matter. We'll have to dis- agree to disagree then, because oh, like we I just said, did you're this for ten minutes. That's fine. All for you to tell me I'm right. No, you're like, not you're right. Absolutely, crazy. we're gonna go back and listen, and and you'll understand. I'm gonna clip it and post it as its own little segment on Twitter. 
for everybody to listen to. Anyway, <sighs> the initial question for the segment was supposed to be, are there anyone, any teams other than Ohio State you feel could be contenders? Um, no. No? But I don't know. Like, I, again, we have no idea who's going to be what. Like, I, I mean, you want me to make my, my, my prognostications based on last year's stuff? No, there's not. Right? But we have no idea what we're going to get. I mean, every team is its own identity. Every team has, has its, its – you know, everybody thinks that, that Justin Fields is going to come out and, and throw 40 touchdowns and two interceptions again. Yeah. Like, it's really difficult to do that. Yep. Right? Like, there's I don't know that there's ever been a, a college quarterback that's ever done that back-to-back years. Uh, so, I, I mean, on paper – Right or on a computer screen, however you want to look at things, Ohio State is is among the the two most talented teams in the country. UGA is the first, right? Again, according to two forty seven Sports, yeah. but we already know how bad UGA is. So I, I, you know, could Michigan be one of those teams? They could. Could Minnesota be one of those teams? They absolutely could be. I mean, this was Penn a Minnesota could team be, never know. that started out what. Nine and zero last year, ten and zero last year, whatever and they, it was. Their receiver that was going to go into the draft once they found out they're having the season, he came back. He so, came back. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. For sure. To your point, Penn State could be one of those mm-hmm. teams. Nebraska could come out of nowhere. Like, you, you know, there's a lot that goes on. So as of right now, I'm going to say no, but it wouldn't shock me. Like, you know, because I'm sure you'll pull this reason. Well, Jeff, you said that nobody could. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know, but I think that's the beauty of college football, right? Is that teams can come out of nowhere. Oh, I mean, when you look at when you look at the college football playoff rankings, at least one of the teams every single year that ends up in the top four started outside the top five and has worked their way up into it. LSU last year, yep, right. I mean, let's go back to week one last year with LSU Texas. It looked like Texas was going to blow the doors off LSU, and all of a sudden they came back and that started their march up 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 the ladder. And so, I, look, I hope that we get. Um, one thing about college football that I love, and I think that's what makes it great, is the parity in college football. Because one program can't sign all hundred, you know, all, all you know, fifty-five stars. It's just impossible, yeah. right? So I think the parity in college football. I think coaching, you know, going back to a conversation we're trying to have with somebody on fucking Twitter, you know, coaching <laughs> matters, right? Like coaching absolutely matters. Yeah. Uh, and I think it matters a lot in college football. Uh, and, and so I think that there are some teams that that could sneak up. Uh, you know, I think Nebraska could be one of them. I think Scott Frost is a great head coach. Um, and, and, you know, so we'll see. But, you know, to answer your question 10 minutes later, no, I don't know that there are, but it wouldn't shock me to see other teams. Agreed. I don't disagree. A real, a real quick funny story. Uh, a, a good friend of mine from high school, he's a big Nebraska fan. Um, and back, you know, back when they first joined the Big Ten, and he's a big trash talker. I mean, he just runs his mouth nonstop. And we were playing Nebraska first, you know, first time playing them in the Big Ten. He was just texting me, just talking all this junk. I didn't say a word. I didn't respond. Didn't respond at all. We blew the doors off of them. We'd been like fifty something, like fourteen. <laughs> all I responded was, "Welcome to the Big Ten. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, no, I, I do think Nebraska could. Uh, they could cause some havoc this year. They could definitely, you know. I, if they beat Ohio State week one, it wouldn't shock me because we have nothing to base it off of other than our preconceived sure. you know, expectations. Right. And, uh, you know, speaking of upsets, you know, Ohio State could be the first one. Like we were saying, I uh, I feel like, I was just looking at it earlier today, I think the last undefeated team in the Big 12 goes down this weekend. I think I, I think Iowa State takes down Oklahoma State. That's my, oh, that is my, uh, my upset. I forgot there was even an undefeated team left in the Big 12, to be honest with you. I actually, I, I don't mind that pick. Um, 
God. I don't know. I think I was pretty good last week. You did. You um, had some good picks. Let's see. I know. I was talking to a, a friend uh, who is a Florida State graduate, actually. And, you know, he's like, God, I hope it doesn't get too bad this week. And I'm like, oh, I think you guys beat North Carolina. He was like, what? I'm like, this is like the worst top five team of all time. Uh, of course, I was top this week by Notre Dame being a three. No. Um, you know, looking at this week's games, look, Syracuse isn't going to beat Clemson. But what? So, remind me, I could be wrong here. Wasn't Syracuse the last ACC team to beat Clemson in the regular season? In the regular yes. season, yeah. But that was something seventeen. I know. No, I'm not. I know, but I'm saying the streak. I'm not saying they're going to do it. But well, but I mean, since you want to bring up context, right? Like that's your favorite c word today. Uh, context to that game was Kelly Bryant was hurt and Clemson had lost its All-American kicker that Tuesday before practice to a torn ACL. So they didn't exactly have all of their... No. Plus, it was a Friday night game. Like, and yeah. I'll never forget that, dude. I was in I was in St. Louis for work, and I I looked up the St. Louis Clemson Club, and I went and watched the game with them. Holy shit, dude. Something I'll never <laughs> do again. Like, that was just... That was so bad that night. No, uh, I, don't, I don't think they will win either. I'm just... I think Clemson probably puts up 60 more points. I'm just saying, like, you know... 60? Looking back... That's it? Looking back at their last, I did, but I'm saying looking back at their last regular season ACC loss, it being Syracuse, you know, just a game to watch. Um, That's not happening. Nobody cares about NC State, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about Kansas, Kansas State. Um, Here's my upset of the week. Georgia Southern over Coastal Carolina. Okay. Coastal Carolina. Georgia Southern's been playing good. For the first time in program history, is ranked in the top 25. They came in at number 25 this week. I think Georgia Southern gets the upset this week. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, also like, I know people have been riding Rahan Cincinnati. Luke Fickle taking over that program. SMU might give them some trouble. I'm going to give you one more. Pittsburgh over Notre Dame. Ooh, I I like that one. I like that one a lot. So, yeah, since my two, Iowa State over Oklahoma State, and I'm taking SMU over Cincinnati as my upsets. You've got, you said, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Pitt take, over Notre Dame. I'm going to take Pitt over Notre Dame, and I'm going to take Georgia Southern over Coastal Carolina. Perfect. I like it. I like it. Man, this was, you know, we it got heated there for a little bit, but I enjoyed man, it, man. What are you talking about? Well, me and, me and you, I'm not saying the heat I'm, is, I like, angry. We talking. We were, but I'm okay. saying it, it was a lot were of – you with your feelings? No, but I'm saying when it, comes, when it comes to sports <laughs> – when it comes to sports, me and you generally line up a lot in the same areas. We're we're logical. I feel like we're pretty, you know, sports. There's probably a reason we well versed in there's sports. There's probably a reason we've never actually watched a sporting event together. Why? I'm just saying, like, if this is how you act, like, bro, listen, not even. I hold on. I will never forget till the day I die. Us watching a Clemson game before one of our shows at 19 on the game in the studio, and you were losing your mind. Because Clemson wasn't doing what you thought they should be doing. Was that was Knox in there with us? Uh, I can't remember if it was. I think it was Louisville, us. and yeah, Clemson was up big in that game, and I was pissed. That's what I'm saying. Because I don't watch scores; I watch execution. And that's fine. I'm just saying. You're talking about me like, getting my emotions, my feelings. I, I, but I wasn't in my feelings. It sounded like it. I can be mad because my team looks like shit. <laughs> like you can score 50 points just because you're better than somebody, but it doesn't mean it was a good game. I get that. I'm just saying. The point I was making but before you derailed it was that well, but I'm we saying, generally line up pretty similar on sports doing, topics and, and opinions, which is why it's fun when we get into these little, I guess, you know, talks, as you would call it, heated talking. heated debates. We're just talking. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's going to be here for you. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, like I said, a lot of big games to watch this weekend. Uh, 
Hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us some upsets you're feeling. You can find us at Hitting T Gap. And Jeff, give me yours. J Ben Sports. You can find me at J Ransom TV. Like I said, a lot more coming. Um, hope you're enjoying this podcast. Listenership keeps going up. Uh, is it? It is. Nice. Keep interacting It'll with go us. Go down after this one. Exactly. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to get all of it, especially <laughs> since we're in Georgia and we just railed Georgia for the first 15 minutes of this podcast. Yep. I'm very interested to hear some of my my friends that are UGA fans. Uh, start texting me and be like, what's wrong with you, man? So, should be fun. Anyway, have a good uh, rest of your week. We'll see you next Monday on Hitting the Gap.